to the people out there listening, how could the show be bad? Just enjoy it live from the spider room. The Internet Hotel Dropkick with these three young chucklers. I give that the space thumb of approval. Oh, God damn it. I set a standard as the sexiest host <laughs> of this show. You have no idea how hard it is to find headphones that are big enough to fit around my top hat. You idiot. You idiot. You idiot. 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 You idiot. Too good. No, not good. Podcasturbation. You call it a tie, but I call it a cravat. I hate the world. I am a sociopath. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. This is about me. You can get like 20 ducks at a time in the mail. This is like my worst nightmare. What is happening here? What is happening here? What is happening here? Hello and welcome to How Could the Show Be Bad? Oh. I thought I thought for a second you were going to call us paisans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, pisanistas. Oh. oh. Switched up. Yeah. I don't even know if that means anything in any language. I mean, it, I, th- I think we're little paisans now. <laughs> Maybe. Or either that we're or... We're little pizzas? Little yeah. leaning towers? Yeah, either that or... Yeah, or we're really good at being paisans. Little Caesars. Uh, oh, uh, bringing it back around. Mystery voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this, of course, is your host, as always, Mike Linden, mm. talking right now as you listen and stopping at this point. I don't know. You can't really. So, so here's, <laughs> here's what the listeners at home didn't hear what or did see. the listeners at home not hear or see steven montenegro co-host that we had to cut that together amongst we had to cut that whole sentence together amongst 14 takes that you did of the top of the show uh-huh. yeah also my entire track today uh was pre-recorded mm-hmm. i'm just cutting it together based on what uh, everyone else on the show talked about it's including sort of... co-host steven montenegro co-host dan uh, linden yeah hi it's sort of a clip show for you, wherein each clip is just one word, and we've stitched it together like an audio ransom note. Ha! Ha! <laughs> ha! Steven Montenegro. <laughs> oh, so every, Amusing. every syllable is a different <laughs> <laughs> Also with us, we have local... Like, uh, uh, Fresh. Oh, Jesus. What? There we go. Jesus. We, some, some stuff we really had to squish together in an awkward yeah. way. <laughs> I've been I've been pushing a lot of uh I've been pushing a lot of uh just weird scat noises into this uh track. Mm-hmm. Um but exciting <laughs> guest news. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <laughs> this couldn't have gone any better. No. Recent edition. To the Minneapolis comedy scene, <gasps> already making waves, waves? ripples, waves, uh, undulations. <laughs> Robert Phones is with us today. Hi, everybody! Yay. That's, Yay! that's the best intro Lyndon's ever given me. So <laughs> yeah, he is not good with that, that shit. No. What are you talking about? I'm awesome at it. I just uh... <laughs> <laughs> why? Just, huh? just why? You know what? No, I don't even want to know the answer. <laughs> no. Move on. Move on. I'm tired of talking about this. Someone else say something. Hi. Thanks, Dan. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dan. Hey. 
This is going great for me. You guys, we have so much to talk about today. So much we to just, talk about. We, uh, we did the pre. But not in the so much to talk about pre, uh, pre-interview. It's filled so much to talk about that Conan O'Brien uses. Like, so much to talk about, like, this is a full, raw hour of honest-to-goodness. I still don't know the point you're trying to make. You haven't, yeah, you, haven't picked picked out, you haven't staked out a clear position yet in this sentence. Every time, we'll wait, though. Uh, I don't know. Every time <laughs> someone says that, I just think of, like, that is clearly... I always... Whenever Conan O'Brien, the, when his guest sits down and he starts with so much to talk about, that I interpret that as meaning I have little to no interest in what we're about to talk about. <laughs> I assume that's what Mike meant. That couldn't be further from the <laughs> truth. I have so much interest in everything that's on this little uh, blue card mm. in front of me. It's empty. Yeah, it's a blank. It's a blank. <laughs> you're just tapping a blank card. <laughs> and why did why did tapping it show like you're saying like oh it's so heavy because it's so full of things to talk <laughs> no, about? No, yeah, I think it was just a Letterman move. Yeah, oh. that's, yeah. That's okay. how you get. That's how you get the so, the topics on your card ready to go. You got to warm them up. By is that his way the... of saying I have no interest in what I'm about to talk about? Tapping those cards. Everything David Letterman does <laughs> is his way no of saying interest. I have no interest. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, he gets paid, so yeah. you know I'm sure he's interested in that. But I mean, have you watched that show lately? It's just barely restrained contempt. It seems, oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it seems uh, like it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I, it seems like it. I catch a bit of it every once in a while when I forget to change the channel after watching NCIS or whatever <laughs> else is on the channel that he's on. Jag. Um, <laughs> Jag's still on, right? Probably. Uh, Bones. Sure. Are those, are those all on the same channel? That Who knows? On CBS? You mean the ancient dinosaur that is network TV? Yeah, it's all the same channel. See, Dan, that's how you do it. That's how you stake out uh, a strong oh. position from the beginning of a sentence. Okay, hold on. Let me take notes. <laughs> that's... <laughs> that, uh, that's not how you take no, that's how you read notes. That's oh, not how you sorry. take them. Sorry. God, you're bad at everything. Guys. <laughs> hey, remember so, a minute ago when this was so working well. out well yeah. for you? Yeah, we're back to shitting on you. Oh. Um, uh, I am fresh off of the whirlwind tour. Yeah. Just <laughs> location world, after world, location. A whirlwind tour of one, one city. <laughs> I believe one it show. It wasn't even a tour of one city. You just went to one place, <laughs> slept in a second place, and came back to the original place. Well, there was some bar crawling involved after <laughs> the show. That's oh. like a tour. Oh, yeah. Okay, that what, counts. What, what, where did you go? Uh, I went Don't to Duluth. Don't encourage him, Dan. I uh, have to finish this. I went to Duluth Ooh. with some, some friends of the show we mentioned last week. A uh, recent friend of the show, Lainey Lennitz, was there. A uh, less recent friend of the show, Phil Colas, but an ever-present uh, Yeah, he's omnipresent him. on uh, the show, yeah. what with how much Phil Colas can suck it. Right. Ooh. <laughs> just, don't worry, it's just my suck it, Phil Colas is just my catchphrase. Yeah. Right on. That's actually my catchphrase. It is. No, it absolutely oh, is. Oh, man. I've seen, the cafe the press. What? I've seen the Cafe Press stuff. Yeah. Mm. You can visit our cafe press store. And, uh, it actually exists. Have you actually made a suck at Phil Cola's cafe press? I can't you believe should. that I ha- that I haven't, but I have not. I will. You should just reappropriate the Bruce Willis thing we made like what? two years ago. Why did it? Ha- why did and, I make? <laughs> well, goddamn it, Steven! Now it's on tape. Now phones has claim to like 
some of the profits on that shirt. Oh, Sorry, guys. I need a cut. Shit. Yeah, no, you can have your cut of the zero of those shirts we sell. <laughs> but if we were to change it to, like, a baseball cap with Bruce Willis saying, suck at Phil Colas, that might actually sell. There it is. That's the answer. Yeah. What was Bruce Willis saying before? Does anybody uh, remember? Nope. I don't know why I made panties with Bruce Willis's face in a thought bubble <laughs> on them, but I did. Check. And you can buy them from our cafe press store that I don't remember the URL to. <laughs> Check the archives for all of this information. <laughs> Listen to every episode until you find it. Anyways, Mike, you uh, went to several bars in Duluth. Yay. Yay. Did you perform comedy at one of those bars? Yes, the okay. first, the first one, because we're professionals. Okay. <laughs> How long have you been drinking in that bar before you performed comedy there? Um, it was like a beer in, I think. Oh, that's that's not too bad. That's no. professional. That's, that's a professional. Yeah, drink. that's almost professional. You don't you don't start really throwing them back until well, and you're getting old. You're getting long in the comedy <laughs> tooth. Sure. Like, uh, like last time I saw Phones, he was 12 drinks in, and he crushed it. <laughs> what can I say? Because he's new. I got that youth. Yeah, he's a, he's a hot up-and-comer. He's, he's what's hot on the streets. Mm. Kids love him. Yeah. Drinks. <laughs> kids love drinks. Kids right. love drinking. And kids love <laughs> drunken uh, performers. Sure. Because they want, that's what they're aspiring to. Absolutely. They're aspiring to be able to do whatever task it is that's going to give them money while drunk. Yeah. That's, that is the dream. That's yeah. the American that's, dream. That's yeah, awesome. you're not wrong. Yeah. I think that anybody that I think that anybody that wanted to do comedy for a living when they were a child wanted to do it for specifically that reason. So they could be drunk and, while working. Right. Yeah. Um uh, so Duluth. I think we've covered it. <laughs> oh, really? All right. <laughs> he went to a bar. <laughs> Several bars. Um, I basically, like, I just, like, we, five comedians mm -hmm. uh, risked life and limb driving up to Duluth sure. in terrible weather. Sure. In a single car. In a single car. Well, the single car was necessary because we were basically going to perform at an open mic uh, <laughs> 200 miles away. Yeah, uh, it seems like that was a great idea. <laughs> Uh, with a small amount of, uh, there was compensation there was, to a certain degree. There was some was remuneration. It, was the compensation that first beer you drank? Uh, it was about a meal's worth of compensation. Okay. And then, you know, part of the gas money, sort of. That's nice. <laughs> what, uh, wow. Paying dues. Yeah. So you found, though, that the, uh, that the mileage that you're awarded by... You know, every comedy club owner just for showing up no longer covers the price of gas. Uh, I think this was more of just like, you know, the uh, the non-friends of the show, members of the team, they were doing the local boy makes good homecoming. It wasn't about the money. Right. It was about I like that we love. can't say their names because they haven't been on the show. They don't exist yet. No free rides, like Gene Simmons says. Right. Mm-hmm. Wait, why did Gene Simmons say, say that? that? <laughs> and was he talking specifically about this podcast? Yes, I think so. I think when I don't know if you realize this, but when Mike started hosting the show, he went to Gene Simmons for advice about showmanship oh. and about <laughs> that. Seems that seems like it was a good move. Yeah, yeah, it's really paid off. Yeah, I was just saying, Clearly, I wish it had worked out better. Trip, I mean, what are you talking about? You're, your introduction of our guest today included the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, Gene Simmons. Yeah, that was when I was like showing my super long tongue and being like, "I'm a dev, I'm a demon." Oh, I wasn't looking. Is he I a missed demon? that. Huh? Is G- where was his face paint? Was He's he a the demon. He was, with the the was the demon. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I missed sorry, that. Dan. I, dare <laughs> you. Fuck you too. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Invite him into our show, and he immediately knows that this is a place <laughs> where we shit on Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is trouble now. Thanks for coming. Yeah, I'm sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't apologize. I'm not sorry. You do have to apologize, though, because this part of going to Gene Simmons for advice <laughs> means that he owns like a 90% stake in this podcast. Oh, right. We're going to have to cut out all of the stuff where you didn't know stuff about Gene Simmons. Oh. Well, we'll just, we'll just clip together the earlier words he said to make it sound like he knows. knows well, why, don't we just, why don't we just do this? Why don't we just make it up to him by handing over the other uh, 10% of our stake in the how could the, how could the show be bad coffins that he's selling? Mm. <laughs> I love the kiss coffin. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. And what? there's speakers inside so that you can go into the afterlife while listening <laughs> to your favorite Kiss songs. Wow. Holy shit. I, yeah. so, <laughs> That's I clearly like... just designed to bury enemies of Kiss alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yes. And here's the, here's the weird thing about it. Like, you get to choose. It seems like, to me, from the promotional materials that I ordered and came in the mail, uh. <laughs> that you get to choose what Kiss songs you want to listen to. In the afterlife, in the coffin? Is there a limit? Uh, I'm not sure. Wait, is there like a screen with a playlist that your reanimated corpse could play with? No, I think you choose ahead of time. (laughs) Oh. Like a karaoke screen. Yeah. Because the the licensing fees that are included in the price change depending on what songs you choose. Uh, Because no one that... If you choose a, a ballad by uh, Peter Chris, then it's, it's just free. free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this one's gratis. The next one you got to pay for. <laughs> Beth is free. <laughs> um, but but no. So no one that no one that gets buried in a kiss coffin waited until they died and then had someone else pick it out for them. Right. You have you have chosen far in advance to get buried in a kiss coffin and you bought it yourself. It's to find your life, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Knowing you would be buried in that coffin. And so you it seems like there's some choice involved in what songs you listen to. But they're so convinced that no one like the that no one that chooses to be buried in a kiss coffin would want to hear even one song by Leonard Skinner or anybody else cuz mm-hmm. as I was as I was going to make the point when I started this there's licensing fees involved in that mm-hmm. and like they clearly haven't paid for them for anybody else right i would I would be curious if there was a study out there to see, like, to compare what type of person gets buried well, in a kiss kind coffin. Kind of. I think we, there would be. I think it'd be cool, and fascinating to see a study of like to, to compare the moral behavior of those living their lives with the promise of heaven in their minds, and those living their lives <laughs> with the promise of being buried with their favorite kiss music in their lives. So and sort so, of like see who would be better human beings before they die. There would have to be some sort of a. Uh prohibitive principle involved though wherein you didn't get the kiss music you wanted if you were a bad person right <laughs> for that to be a valid experience right, i suppose i like like it could just be a scam and they just bring an ipod put your headphones on hit shuffle and leave you <laughs> yeah because <laughs> anybody like... that gets buried in a kiss yeah coffin, who's gonna check 
has only Kiss on their iPod too. So right. it's not. No, they, they they're doing the iPod. what they, they promise. They provide the iPod. Oh, yeah. so the Kiss coffin is just a regular coffin with an iPod right. in it. Right, but literally <laughs> could just play one song. Oh, I thought you were because you're burying it. Nobody's gonna come and check in like two years. And be like, okay, there are like, Star so Child stethoscope on the ground. Love and, like, <laughs> right. So there are specific, uh, specific uh, iPod docks for coffins too. No, not even that. I just they set it on your chest. They put no, it in no, no. I'm not asking. I'm saying oh, there is saying. like yeah. People are marketing wow. specific iPod docks for coffins. Like go Wait, into the is, afterlife. What does that mean? Where where is the dock? <laughs> it's a uh, it's it, like it's in your coffin. And your iPod goes on it, and like I think that it's solar charged. There's like a little solar panel that goes up to the ground Holy and shit. keeps that <sighs> thing running forever. But uh, okay. uh, yeah, that's how do you recover thing. from that? So from I knowing know. that is that? <laughs> but like, wouldn't I? So do some people think that death is just like a really intense coma where you stop <laughs> breathing and eating, but you could still enjoy music on some Look, lizard brain some of level? Us, some of us don't believe that we have to stop rocking okay. when our body dies. Oh, okay. Isn't so that eventually a- just going to turn into like listening to KQ every day? Like, <laughs> you can't update the songs. What yeah. they need is Wi-Fi available also go. so you can put new there, music so on the playlist. I, If I recall correctly, I have seen um, I have seen some that have a touch screen that is up above the ground mm. so that your loved ones can choose what you're listening to while you're <laughs> oh, talking to them. That's fucking horrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I need, you're, you, you're, drunk you're putting a cemetery... You're, you're really, you're really sacrificing. It, it's, it's like, it's I like a sacrifice they're... of old in that you have to touch this thing that teenagers have been peeing on for <laughs> weeks. Yeah, I imagine that they're password protected, right. so that in your, like, in your living will, you just include the password that you have assigned to it. Well, I would love it kiss. though if, like, fifty years from now, like that's the new thing where like drunk teenagers go into cemeteries, <laughs> fuck with playlists, and use the free Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> um. You guys missed it buried in Dan stomping on it and our laughter. It turns out that when Phones dies, the password on his above-ground iPod will just be Kiss. Well, I feel like it has to be Kiss-related, right? Oh, I, well, yeah. It, it, is, the, uh, is this a Kiss-related thing, or is this just a separate... It's just a separate thing. Oh. Is it actually iPod, or is it MP3 player? Mm. Uh, I don't know, though I think it would be ironic if it were iPod and were made by the common iPod accessory company, iLife. Oh well, because they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> so break then. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. We 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 wanted to illustrate death in the death of this conversation. Death in the digital age. Right. And now we're going to go to uh, the song that you would be hearing as you're being lowered into your. Keep in mind, we're not paying royalties on this, so it's going to be Beth. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back on How Could the Show Be Bad. Welcome back to How Could the Show Be Bad? Kiss Talk episode. Mm. So back to Kiss. 
God damn it. <laughs> we don't need to talk about Kiss. <laughs> what, what do you want to talk about? Buzzards? You like carrying birds? <laughs> is that interesting to you? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it is. Did Carrie? you know that they can f- they can just float up there yeah. like they're not even flapping their wings barely. They're just riding rising air. Wow. Listeners, this is fascinating. <laughs> it is fascinating. I love is, it. So now does this happen? I'm actually interested. That's why <laughs> they're circling around. Huh? Oh, so does this happen because the ground is warmer than the air and therefore, like, you know, the warm air from closer to the ground rises? Is that what happens? Um... Well, yeah, basically. Uh, so it, once like, once <clears throat> that desert sun has been baking, oh, the sand, so it's only where it's warm. Uh, like it's not happening outside here in Minnesota right now. Don't all birds ride heat columns like glide on? Yeah, but I mean, uh, the question is, why don't you ride heat columns? Mike? That's what I'm trying to fucking get at. Oh, okay. <laughs> where is the technology? I want to. <laughs> I oh, that like wasn't what you were trying to get at at all. You just abruptly changed your point of view on this conversation. What are you talking about? I thought we were talking about how cool buzzards are. Now yeah, it's suddenly we, about you. We were really psyched about. We yeah. were all excited. Listen to phones. He's, I'm excited. <laughs> and we were all excited to talk about carrying birds, and mm. you're all like, "Yeah, this is about me. I'm a dick." I was. It wasn't this you about me. I'm a dick. I, if you admire something, why wouldn't you try to be like it? I admire <laughs> sandwiches. I don't want to be Yeah, eaten. we can tell. You admire Aww. sandwiches? Oh. <laughs> Sick burn fat joke. That yeah. wasn't bad. <laughs> Pot kettle. <laughs> <laughs> um, that wasn't, yeah, that wasn't bad. Uh, anyways, <laughs> back sorry. to shitting on Mike. <laughs> so just, Dan, jump in on this. Uh, so you want to... Um, Walk around and look for dead things, and then pick at them with your sharp talons. I don't want to walk around. Do, were you not listening uh, to anything? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you're terrible at this. <laughs> Guest, back me up. Don't they? I like. I this might not be true, but don't they eat so much food that they can't physically fly, and they have to regurgitate a certain amount? Like, don't they just when they get food? Oh man, they have to oh, eat as much that. as they possibly can. That is, you that is you opulent. Just, you just out. <laughs> you just out zoology nerded me. <laughs> That's rare. That is. Yeah, that is like carrying birds are the Caesars of the of the bird world. <laughs> See, why would you not want to be this right. decadent glutton? Mm-hmm. I know, <clears throat> just flying around on heat columns and then down eating an orgy. Yeah, because I assume that that birds organize well, uh, well organized shit. I had to say that word twice in that sentence. Orgies got there. <laughs> Listeners, we're <laughs> so you want to be like a buzzard just for the orgies, then, is what we're getting at. God, I think, damn it, I Dan. Think, God, you suck at this. We I established this at the beginning. Clear. I want to fly on rising heat columns uh-huh. and eat dead roadkill. And then puke it back up so you can fly again. <laughs> That's the cycle. That's living the dream right there. If kids had thought about it, they would want to be buzzards when they grew up, not comedians. Yeah, and the orgies mm, yeah. aren't the orgies aren't even like because you want to have an orgy. You just need to burn off some of that food. Oh, right. So that you can fly again. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Once you've experienced the heights <laughs> of a heat column, of a heat column, what sex is nothing. Right. <laughs> heat columns are like the heroine of carrion birds. <laughs> It seems like, it seems like you could, uh, since you're not really actively flying anywhere either, you could be drunk while you do that too. That's true. You yeah. don't have to control anything. You just go where the heat takes you. Mm. That should be the name of your first album. 
go where the heat takes you. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Birds get drunk, right? Isn't there like a... When they eat drunk people. Is it? Well, <laughs> wait, wait. You mean like Hitchcock's birds? <laughs> Not all birds eat people all the time, Mike. Well, I'm carrying birds like they eat whatever's lying around. And yeah. already dead. How many people wandering the desert are drunk while doing it, though? Uh, that would be a quicker route to death, so but seems when, like seems like if you were drunk and wandering look, the desert, you would be dead. If you're in the Fargo-Moorhead area, mm-hmm. you get drunk <laughs> and you land in a river and die. Mm-hmm. If you're in the desert, you get drunk and you wander off into the desert wow, looking for just, Jim Morrison. You reached back <laughs> Indian. to... You reach back to an obscure news item from several years ago just to take a cheap shot at drunk college kids. It's not one obscure news item. Yeah, it happens. It's, well, it's a frequent <laughs> obscure news lot, item. Yeah, I, I, but there was a rash a few years ago. A rash of them. <laughs> there was a rash of them. <laughs> Gaggle. Yeah. Now, now, is it possible that those people wash ashore uh, in warmer climes, dry out, and then are eaten by carrion birds? But if they dry out, all the alcohol would have evaporated. That's a good point. I'm uh, no look. I'm not on the. I'm not on the birds getting drunk thing anymore. Oh. I'm Why just is on it the... important that they dry out before the birds eat? Them? I don't think that the carrion birds, birds don't eat wet things. Yeah, <laughs> that's <What are> <laughs> dumb. <laughs> <Are> you dummy. <laughs> you just got out zoology nerded. Out made up zoology nerded. Birds don't. You eat... just got out cryptozoology nerded. <laughs> birds don't eat wet. That is a fact. Yeah, yeah, listen to Dan. When, it's clearly if a fact. You ever see, if you ever see an eagle or a hawk grab a fish out of the river, what you don't see is them then hang the fish up on a branch. Let the listeners know Dan <laughs> is pantomiming this with his legs. <laughs> hang a fish on a branch and let it dry out in the sun for a couple of days. Then they start a small fire under it, smoke it. I just got to keep my phone out to like videotape these things when they happen. <laughs> I should just be Yeah, doing that would have been a great promotional shot for the show. Yeah. Me miming using my bird talents. <laughs> Is Dan being a bird or having a gynecological exam? <laughs> you be the judge. Well, they can't. There's no picture. So. No, that would be the caption for the picture. Oh, we're not going to have a caption contest? Isn't that I a- just won. <laughs> no contest. <laughs> so all of our all of our caption con- all of our contests are immediately won by you. That's nice. Look, I can't help it if I'm funnier than all of our listeners. Prove me wrong when we take a picture that you can caption. <laughs> I mean, I can do it again if you want to. No, nope, no, nope, um, it would be super contrived, and that's bullshit. All right. <laughs> Shut that down. <laughs> well, I'll try to come up with some other elaborate. You'll do something bird stupid activity. Again. Oh, it's going to be contrived again. No more movement from you, ever. All right. Fine. You can move your mouth. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so much. For talking. Not for eating. Oh, what? Uh, unless, not for eating wet things, anyway. Oh, yeah. that's fine. You have to, We're you have... done describing how birds smoke fish, <laughs> by the way. Do we need to... I No, I think I got it. I think Do I got it. Do we need there. to yeah, I mean, I... revisit that? Well... No, I don't think so. I mean, unless people really want to know a bird's recipe for smoked. Fish. Yeah, is there like a is there like a like a rub that they put on it or probably? Well, you don't even know. Well, it's probably just like dirt. You're just making this up, and you don't <laughs> know the answer. Just probably dirt and leaves. I don't know what else is out there. I don't know. Chili powder, <laughs> berries. I guess they little, like a little bit of berries. dried, a little bit of ground mustard seed. Maybe uh, sure. maybe some cumin. 
Well, where are these birds? I mean, are there is there wild growing somewhere where there's a Whole Foods? Oh. <laughs> I have seen birds flying around grocery stores. Oh, they yeah, must that's be so weird. Spicing their Seagulls. fish. It's so weird. Like, it's it's not. No, he's right. <laughs> I'm not just, wrong. You know Mike. what? I'm not wrong. <laughs> Well, that's how you find your way out of a grocery store again. Yeah. Seagulls, seagulls. seagulls only fly near the doors. Right. Yeah. It, no, but I mean, I have also seen birds flying inside of grocery stores. Oh, sure. Really? Yeah, they go in through the automatic doors and just hang out, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe a loading dock somewhere? Well, probably. Yeah. I don't have much grocery store experience. Like, Unlike me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You Old worked at a, hand. You worked at a grocery store. For a while. When right. I was like 15, 16. As soon as as soon as I hit sixteen and I was allowed to actually like work uh, past, I don't remember if it was like eight, eight o'clock, o'clock or something. Or something? <laughs> it was... I was fucking out of there. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, I can imagine. Man, those laws are just designed to shit on children. Like how are like <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, how do like you... those child labor laws, those things that are designed to protect children. Yeah. They're just they're just fucking kids up. What oh, if you're I saying want to work till midnight? You're saying they're getting in the way of child industriousness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Like you like you clearly wanted to work 12-hour shifts after school. Uh-huh. In mines. <laughs> sure. You you guys sort of misunderstanding my premise initially kind of ruined the premise, which was Hey, aren't child labor laws a terrible thing? Ironic, huh? I picked up on it eventually. Yeah, me too. But it, it, I, I, to I had lost too deep. <laughs> I had lost my steam. Clearly, I'd yeah. lost all steam from it. Steam Vin Montenegro. <laughs> I, I'd so like to take this down? moment to point out that uh, <laughs> we're recording this before two o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> which is not our power zone. Right. <laughs> We're enjoying the wonders of caffeinated beverages right now. Just wait till the last <laughs> 10 minutes of the show and it kicks in and it'll be great. Phones, what's your uh, what's your what's your cycle like? I'm not talking. <laughs> <laughs> nope, just you know, answer like, the question as he asked. 7 it. days on. <laughs> don't don't let him clarify. <laughs> uh, I'm on like 3 hours of sleep right now. I worked all weekend. I do the overnights. Gross. So, yeah. I feel delirious. All right. <laughs> so I'm sorry I'm not oh, bringing no, my no. A game. That's guys. A, no, that's a common uh, that's a common side effect of, <laughs> of being, being in this room. near us. Mm, yeah. <laughs> what's what's uh, overnight where? Uh the Uptown Diner over on twenty six in Hennepin. What? Oh really? Free plug for them. Yeah, yeah. no. Oh. I would have I would have done it for free even in your absence. Could you have been fucking hooking us up with waffle fries all yeah, this time? Yeah, come on wait, in. Everybody that listens wait, wait, to this, wait, wait. if you reference... How did you not... <laughs> I, you showed up here sans waffle fries. He wasn't there just I wasn't before there this. just then. But yeah, you, he had, he had like three hours hour? of sleep between hands. Oh, do you want yeah. three-hour-old waffle fries? Were you there at like two this morning? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I was there... And I was like, oh, that guy looks familiar, and now I know why. Was I a dick it, to you? Because it was you. No, <laughs> well, you were okay. like, you were working at a diner at 2 in the morning, right. so I assume yes. You weren't like, Otherwise, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, like, you weren't interacting with us at all. Like, I think, I just saw you behind the counter. I was like, oh, that guy looks kind of familiar. I wonder why. Now the now mystery you know. is solved. That was Are the you... worst mystery ever. <laughs> were you just hired to, like... Uh, sit there and avoid eye contact with people. Yeah, just not <laughs> recognize customers. That's, oh yeah, that again. Back for people that wanted to be comedians when they grow up. Again, that is part of living the dream. Yeah. Oh yeah. Refusing to interact with other people. Yep. So are you? Uh, are you just like bombarded by drunks? Why? Yes, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. It's a twenty-four hour diner on the weekends, so 
Uh, we're usually pretty dead until about one thirty in the morning. Yeah. It stays solidly busy till like five. I had a great time. Did you? <laughs> What'd you eat? I had a, I had some crab cakes, bennies, uh, and some tea. Wow. My wife had a pancake with stuff crammed into it. <laughs> That's a thing we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you cram, cram stuff into cakes. other cram stuff. Cakes. Cram yeah. cakes. Oh. The old, the classic cram cake. <laughs> it was a good time. Well, did you had you tied one on before you got there? Well, we had been doing uh, rails. No, <laughs> we were just coked rail, up and I want rail pancakes. <laughs> we had been we were man. Oh, I'm so excited for these pancakes. This is gonna be amazing. <laughs> pancakes. Oh my god, it's like two in the morning. Where am I gonna get pancakes? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uptown Diner, they have pancakes. It's two in the morning. Let's get some pancakes, and I'm down. <laughs> you can use that commercial. More tea. More want. tea. <laughs> shouldn't you? Shouldn't you have been like? Uh, Speedily thinking, let's get more coke before you reach. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I got distracted by pancakes. That was the problem. Oh no, that sort of pancakes are like the pancakes. The, you remember the old pancake council slogan? Pancakes <laughs> will clean you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when you go in. I mean, when you go in to get uh, dried out, like they just shovel pancakes down your throat as much as they it's can. Actually, it's actually not a bad strategy. Probably not. <laughs> Except out. for the fact that that would really encourage people to get picked up for. Public drunkenness. <laughs> I know, man. I would just get railed all the time, and just like go out in public, wait till I came down, and it was like totally on the nod, and be like, "Pancakes now." Is railed an expression for drunk? I more associate that with getting cocaine. Fucked. Yeah, right. Or <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, I meant I meant right. cocaine. Sex. <laughs> I've heard of it. Again, that type of comment, living the dream for kids that wanted to be comedians when they grow up. Right, sex. I've heard of it. (laughs) That's as close as we want to get. So basically what you're you're saying to all the aspiring comedians listening to this right now is if you have a crippling anxiety towards any sort of human intimacy, you are ready for comedy. Oh, speaking of crippling anxiety for any human intimacy, yes. when is the <laughs> best time to come into Uptown Diner without anyone else being there? <laughs> um, I would say before one thirty. I would say about 11.30 to... I, I have a tendency to show up at midnight or 1 yeah, sometimes, midnight. and there ain't no one in there. We start seating at one thirty. so if you want to go and you want to take your spot and lay yourself out come before them <laughs> oh oh that's that's good insider Enjoy information your pancakes <laughs> yeah that's good insider information because i like the i like the round booth that seats eight oh, when yeah. i'm by myself oh, yeah. <laughs> you and everybody else i like to i like to curl up in a semi-fetal position that is forced upon me based on the shape of the booth right. and eat pancakes oh, yeah. sideways right pancakes with things crammed in them yeah <laughs> Shit stuff pancakes. I uh, I had to forcibly. It's funny that was Dan's high school nickname. <laughs> Shit stuff pancakes. <laughs> what? I had to forcibly remove somebody from the toilet last night. Oh, what? Which was super like, exciting. From that was like off fir- of the toilet. Like lift him up and be like, "You need to get the fuck out of here." He refused to leave. He fell asleep on the toilet oh, with what? the door open. Shake him awake. <laughs> no, we tried. He was out. Huh? He was out. That you know what I'm calling the fire department for that. I'd be like, no, I think he's stuck in there. Wait, where does <laughs> where does uh, essentially a body get thrown after it's yeah. <laughs> after it's lifted yeah, off you, the toilet? You just throw him into no, the you, desert, and that's how birds <laughs> get the thrown. <laughs> College kids, we just brought dry it back up. around. Was yeah. that a speci- Was that specifically like? Like, did someone else discover this man? It's like, oh, phones will take care of this. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like any really? customer that comes in, we have one stall, so it's like you need to have it be clear. Yeah. 
Uh, and so you get a lot of people come up, there's a dude passed out uh-huh. on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> I but, am, I am was not. That, <laughs> was that somebody complaining, or was that somebody who had put the guy there as a prank? <laughs> this dude passed out on the toilet. And then they run Deal out. With it. They run I out. Am, I am by no means surprised that that's what every one of your two AM customers oh, sounds yeah. like. Oh yeah. Yo, there's a dude passed out. <laughs> do you? I mean, do you feel like that you have a like you present yourself in a way where people like when they see you think this guy is who I need to talk to about the toilet man. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. I go out of my way to be. That's why I asked you if I was a dick to you because oh, the great okay. thing about the job is you can just be as aggressive as you want, right? And as short as you want because it's not like we're lacking in business, right? right. So it's anybody that's a potential problem, like get them out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but uh, how did how was it decided that you had to lift toilet man? Um, I I took that initiative on my you own. You volunteered. I, I flew into a blind rage. <laughs> I, it's just God. Like, I wish I was there just to see you be like, "There's a dude <laughs> asleep on my toilet. <laughs> this shall not stand." He rips his shirt off and runs not to the bathroom. <laughs> no one sleeps on phones. This toilet. <laughs> but seriously, what do you do with that dude? Like you, once you got him off I, the you toilet, just can't get off that. <laughs> you. Can you? You make him pull up his pants, right? Uh, and you, <laughs> you didn't have to do it for him. Yeah, thankfully not. Thankfully whoa, not. Whoa, whoa! I don't think people. I don't think people are going to get from the audio version of this the upward punching motion that you made. <laughs> no, it, was, when you said, it was a scoop. It was like under the arms, like scooping. Yeah, I got it. Like a pancake yeah, cramp. Yeah, yeah. I'm like still, I'm cramp. still thinking of a pantsless man that you just took off the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shoving things up in there. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you got to cram things in there. Yeah, like a, I mean, he was halfway done, so yeah. Your, oh yeah. God! <laughs> Just pack it in, you know. Get him out. Let him deal with. Is it. that what that expression means? <laughs> yeah. Pack it in, sir. Yeah. You no, you kind of like help that's him waddle that, out um, the door. That's what that. Uh, that's what that House of Pain song is about. <laughs> pack it up. Pack it in. They, <laughs> <laughs> like you have to jump. I came to get off down. of the toilet. Uh, you came to get down, then you fell asleep on the toilet. <laughs> So I, I believe, to... yeah, I believe at that point you would have already gotten down. Sure. We got to figure out when this event that Fodes just described to us happened in the timeline yeah. of this House of Pain song. <laughs> right, <laughs> it's somewhere in the continuum. Yeah, it's right before he didn't. He never eats pig because a pig is a cop. <laughs> That's yeah. a lyric, right? Yeah, For sure. <laughs> okay. All right, sounds like it. Uh, it is followed, I believe, by. Or better yet, a Terminator, like, like Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger, trying to play me off as though my name were Sega. I ain't going down like no punk bitch. I remember wow. that part. We, <laughs> I think we collectively remember all of the words to House of Pain's Jump Around. I don't. I only have their second record for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> you bought the non-Jump Around House of Pain record, and you persist in Look, owning I'm it. I'm not going to jump on this bandwagon, this jump bandwagon. <laughs> I I I'm interested in independent releases like their second record. <laughs> I, uh, I believe down sound. <laughs> I believe that that was still a major label release. Probably. Impossible. <laughs> Impossible. You bought it in. Wouldn't like, someone have heard of it then? You bought it in like 1996. There were only major label <laughs> releases then. I, I, it was probably 95 sets. I think that's where yeah. that came from. Sure. Yeah, it makes sense. They, yeah. were, they were a solid band. No, they weren't. <laughs> they have one song that we can name. I was trying to make Mike feel better. Why? Because I'm shitting on you today. Oh. 
That's a weird change of pace. I don't know if anyone's comfortable with it. I like to. (laughs) I've decided that I need to concentrate it further. So I'm just going to pick one person. Uh huh. And Phil's not here. Yeah, I was going to say, wait till Phil Colas gets back here. Um, it's never stopped me from shitting on Phil Colas. Yeah. That's from the second record. Yes. Yeah, no one in the world would have heard of it if I hadn't bought it. <laughs> because literally no one else. <laughs> okay, so guys, the last record went platinum. Oh, cool. How much did this record sell? One. One million? No, one. Yeah, I, I, like, I like that uh, I like that this uh this Irish rap group has like a like a voice of a Hanson band member. Oh, cool. oh, cool. Yeah, if you look at the liner notes... Hey, everybody, (laughs) thanks for coming to our show. We're about to get started. If you look at the liner notes to the Whitey Ford solo record, it Uh, says thanks to Mike Linden for for buying (laughs) that second House of Pain record. (laughs) For putting me on this path to solo. Yeah, and there's tons of House of Pain songs that we can think of. Sure. Um, So break that? House of Pain. (laughs) House of Pain 1. Back to number two, the House of Pain. I believe that uh, House of Pain 3D. I believe that uh, Tyler Perry's House Tyler of Pain. Perry's there House of there Pain. we go. House of I was going to make a I was going to make a much more convoluted Tyler Perry joke, but <laughs> yours was yours was short and punchy, and it worked. Yeah, let's move on. Okay. Make sure, by the way, that you insert Everlast come back from the dead as the interstitial here so that we that people know Why that we are you know calling another, it all out yeah, that we yeah. know another house he, got, of he, he realized he realized what sort of power we have over you after Kaplan pimped you out like seven times last time I'm gonna have to completely like randomize this shit I'm actually okay if that's not the interstitial it I will was just be. pointing <laughs> it's already it's already Sunday I don't have time to be clever about it I, I just wanted to subtly point out that I did know at least one other house well, but also, that's impressive it has to be the interstitial because we talked about it now for five minutes and as we've established no one else bought that record <laughs> so no one knows what we're talking about right that's true. Yeah, we should illustrate that. Like, yeah, it's possible that our listeners don't don't themselves believe that there are other House of Pain songs. The only reason I knew that song is because I was forced to live in the same room with you when you bought that record. <laughs> <laughs> Did I buy it that long ago? Yeah, dude. That like you bought that. I remember when you bought that record. <laughs> oh God, that's even lamer than buying that record. <laughs> All right, you hey guys. lived vicariously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey guys, this is Everlast. I'm just coming onto the show real quick oh, to hey, uh, hey. bring you guys to to break. I'm so glad you've been talking about our second record. It's my most, it's what I've been most proud of. I've just been waiting. Really, not the solo effort people. that like you probably put way more uh, personal effort into. That was all just a reaction. Bared your was, soul for? That, yeah, maybe. I don't know. That was all just a reaction to me to to people having rejected our second record. Oh, I felt so depressed. I just spent every night just sitting in front of the TV eating Chunky Monkey. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, uh, heartbroken for a year. Oh man. Yeah. Sorry, Everlast. Yeah. But now I'm now I'm back from the dead again. Oh my god. <laughs> So oh I'm so God. proud. I'm so proud to introduce all of your listeners to the first track off of our second record from what 18 years ago. <laughs> back from the dead. Here we go. We'll be right back on how could the show be bad. Jesus. <laughs> Straight up the casket. 
Welcome back to How Could the Show Be Bad? Uh, hotel conversation now. <laughs> hey, hey, Robert Phones, what's the worst thing you ever found in a hotel room? Well, Mike, uh, I would have to say that in uh, Grand Rapids uh, on a trip, we stay at this hotel that uh, I think during the off season it was it was kind of just used as a shelter. And one of the things we found in one of the corners of the room was a pile of human teeth. What I assume were human teeth. <laughs> really, a pile of any teeth. A pile is of still... any teeth is something you don't want to find yeah. in a hotel. It's less creepy if they're not human, I think. Really? I don't think don't, so. Don't don't dial down the creepy factor of this story by pointing out that they might not have been human. It's yeah, <laughs> like if it's just a pile of like shark teeth on strings, then it's just douching. <laughs> well, but yeah. I mean, That's... clearly they weren't shark teeth because he would have recognized they were. I mean, shark teeth are very distinct in the way. Yeah, they... that's a moment. Dan makes a good point. Yeah, but I mean, look, his expertise is in uh, avian areas. He doesn't know much about the sea. All right. Like, I mean, yeah, if it's just shark teeth, it's just a pile of shark teeth on strings, that's not creepy at all. That's a moment in which a guy in a motel room looked around and went, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> ripped, How have I ripped off this? the necklace and threw it into the ground? Oh. But yeah, no. We may was... be burying the lead on this, though. Yeah, you found it a was pile upsetting. of teeth <laughs> in the hotel room. To say the least. Like it was just on the floor, or it was like uh, it was even where it was on a chair Ugh. that was in like you know how they have chairs in the corner sometimes, just like a shitty chair so you yeah. can sit and stare at your bed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, just in the center of the chair. Wow, you've really you're really you're really nailing the motel industry here. <laughs> yeah, well, somebody has to. What what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> did, so not a lot. I, well, I got, we're not using that chair. <laughs> done. Yeah, I got a washcloth from the bathroom. I set it over the teeth. <laughs> oh, man. So someone then later found a pile of human teeth with a washcloth on it. Well, you don't want to. I mean, that could have been like some serial killer's trophy. You don't want to screw with That's it. True. I don't want my fingerprints yeah. Yeah. on those teeth. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of. Like voodoo associated with teeth <laughs> right. too. Like, yeah. Right. It's best to just ignore it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Just ignore the teeth; they'll go away. <laughs> and like it was sad because you could tell at this hotel that like people were living there. You mm. know what I mean? So like squatting. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they were paying. I don't want to assume that they were just squatting. But like you'd walk down the hallway and people would pull open the doors with the chain still attached and just like watch you as you walk down the halls. Right. Well, they didn't know if you were the teeth-stealing guy. <laughs> Don't worry, honey. The teeth are more afraid of you than you are of them. <laughs> Good God. Uh, wow. So the caffeine kicked in. Yeah, right? we we're all back. fired up now. I think it was that more... creepy tooth story. <laughs> yeah, I think it was more just the excitement that that happened in the world. Uh, yeah. Down. All right. Caffeine dropped out. Caffeine dropped out. The worst thing that ever happened to me in a motel is that Mike and I actually once stayed in a motel that had a big blood stain in the shower. Oh, that's fuck. <laughs> and see, here's the thing. We then stayed there again. <laughs> they got a later date. Yeah. <laughs> Did you write a Yelp review? <laughs> Very critical. Uh, this was pre-Yelp. Pre I don't think. I don't. I don't know that we would have stayed at this hotel motel. If there had been Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> I would, no, I was clarifying, not okay. making so what, it clear that like it was a Holiday the, Inn. Stain, what was actually Stain? No, he was doing the hotel, motel, Holiday Inn. Yeah, I got Inn. it. I got it. Yeah. You say you got it. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Justified. I'm really into stare downs. Perfect for an audio podcast. I forgot. No one but... 
no one but Dan and Robert saw us just stare each other down there. <laughs> and was, we're never going to forget. No, that was like that was like finding teeth in a hotel room. <laughs> that was intense. That could be so the next, new expression. Yeah. The bell. <laughs> yeah. So next time, on the next podcast you're on, we're right. going to be like, so I found a pile of teeth in a motel room. But really, I saw Steven and Mike just stare each other down. Yeah. That was creepy. Yeah. Or then, just like somebody's like, hey, how was your day, Robert? Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't find a pile of teeth. Right. <laughs> that is motel. a good metric, yeah. Yeah, that's... Like that has replaced not having to use your AK as the uh, as the the line for which a day has been good. Right. Who puts the teeth on a chair? Yeah, Why right. Chair? Someone someone put those teeth there on purpose. Honestly, it was probably a drug addict who was losing their teeth. Just but like, then they <laughs> just like collected them. Well, like, maybe they, yeah, maybe they feel like I'll leave, <laughs> just, I'll leave these here. Nice poll. <laughs> By the way, I wanted to come on this podcast because I listened to an episode and I heard you do a Wiener reference from the time machine, <laughs> <laughs> and it made me laugh so goddamn hard. I believe I was I was flatly chided for that joke you at were. the moment. You were, but I was uh, with you. Thank in you. In that moment, I was with you. I'm That's sorry, right. guys. I love it when the guests show up and side with me. I closed on that joke. <laughs> what are you complaining about? I don't he- even remember this, so... That's because you didn't get it at the time. <laughs> oh. Oh. But anyway, You're not the, as well-read as we are, Dan. Okay. The the pile of blood, or the blood... It was just a blood stain, the blood like, pile. on the like, shower. How, how big of a stain was yeah. it? Like, it ran down the shower from about head height, if I recall. So it looked like somebody <laughs> shot themselves. It kind of did. There was no bullet hole, so... It could have just been your standard haunted room where the walls were bleeding. Sure. Yeah, slightly sure. haunted. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, are we did we ratchet down? Did we shit on the creepy factor of our own story by pointing <laughs> yeah. out that it could have been the standard wall bleeding room? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just like I love the mentality in both our stories of like <laughs> Well, this is just the stuff you have to put up with. Right. And then you just stay in that room yeah. without bringing it up to anybody. Now, let me ask you this. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I would have been in my right to say, uh, excuse me, front desk. Can I have a non-pile of Or even will you come and take these yeah. teeth away? Like even just a... I'm sorry. I'm sure that the housekeeping went over this with a fine-tooth comb. But there are, but <laughs> there are there, parts of a human being there, in my there room. There are no chance that there's pubic lice in my bed. <laughs> I get that you've taken every care to make sure that that is not the case. Right. But there's a piece of a human head <laughs> in a chair. Several pieces of a human head. Oh. Yep. And uh, what time will the bar be closed? <laughs> uh, how late can I get champagne and caviar delivered to my yeah, room? Right. Uh, now, let me ask you this. Did you stay in that motel again on a separate occasion? No. But that's only because I haven't passed through. I'm sure I would. Because yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the, the sawmill. Is the name of the I, don't oh, think Jesus. I don't think it's a plug at this point. Wait. Are we sure that this wasn't just like it's not just like a theme hotel where they leave around? <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's a Stanley Kubrick hotel. Yeah. If if anything is called the sawmill and it's not a sawmill <laughs> or a gay bar, even a gay bar, even that, a gay bar that's, that's way a, too aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you need to be into that. Yeah. <laughs> There, there, there are some gay bars that you can just go to and enjoy people having a good time. Right. right. If it's called the Sawmill, I'm not going anywhere near it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I, I'll yield to your logic on this. <laughs> um. Yeah, we just we. 
the common thread here is that we all just accepted that sometimes yeah. there's blood stains or piles of human teeth in a <laughs> motel room. I'm now, disappointed. In we like... were paying like thirty dollars for a motel room right next to Disneyland, so like <laughs> for us, it was it made sense. It's like yeah. You want to stay within blocks of Disneyland. You're going to have to deal with some blood. There's going to be a blood stain. (laughs) It was was dry. It wasn't like it was new. It's almost worse. So did you just shower with... We just, the we, blood? I don't think there was any shower uh, involved on that trip. No. I don't imagine that we showered. You just no. go to Splash Mountain and... Yeah, we <laughs> Splash Mountain. Yeah. Uh, the Orange County Hobo Shower. Splash <laughs> Mountain. <laughs> really, the hobos pay an entry fee to get yeah. into Disneyland? And I think stand that, in line. I think that, that that was the preposterous premise of my, of my joke. Dan. Preposterous premise. That would be a good sign to have, though. Yeah. <laughs> Splash Mountain, the Orange County Hobo Shower. I mean, a good, I mean a good homeless sign. Like, please help. I need to pay my way to oh, Disneyland yeah. to bathe. <laughs> Because yes. I want to see singing chipmunks that too. right before I get clean. <laughs> yeah. And then go to a It's motel. a rabbit, fox, and bear. Right. I've never been. Me neither. So. Your life is empty. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. He found a pile of teeth once. <laughs> what the fuck have you done, Lyndon? <laughs> <laughs> the, de- the depressing thing to me about the pile of teeth. <laughs> you mean besides the pile <laughs> of teeth? Well, it's like. <laughs> like if you find a pile of teeth on a chair. That's somebody who had, like, that a was, horrible you know, yeah. night. But if you find the pile of teeth under the pillow, mm. they at least had some, like, they had the, <laughs> the right whole, attitude about yeah, it. Right. But what, <laughs> when it's on a chair, <laughs> when yeah. it's on a chair like that, like, clearly they, they weren't sitting in the chair and they just fell out because then they would be on the floor because they were sitting in that chair. This is a curated pile of teeth. Right. Right. Someone cared enough about the fact that their teeth were falling out of their head to collect <laughs> them up in one specific Maybe. spot, but not enough to take them with them when well, they I like left. to imagine they forgot. Like, they were packing everything in bags. Like, sure. okay, I got my toothbrush. Make sure <laughs> I got my, you know, dirty laundry in this bag, clean laundry in that bag. And then halfway down the road, like, fuck, my pile of my teeth. How did I say toothbrush and not think about my (laughs) pile of teeth? Maybe they were thinking about the tooth fairy, and they were just so fucked up on whatever drugs were pulling, f- falling, making their teeth fall out that mm. they couldn't climb up on the bed and just rest their head on the chair while lying on the floor. Or maybe they were just so creeped out about someone reaching underneath their pillow to give them money. They're like, I'll just leave it over here. It'll be easier <laughs> right. for everyone involved. Be, that right. won't be creepy. Yeah. Maybe it was like somebody was cleaning up after, like, potentially this person died in the room, it, and yeah. they just, like, it's it possible. Yeah, it's possible that housekeeping curated Ooh. that pile yeah. of teeth maybe, and then forgot to take them. Maybe, the, right. maybe somebody died in that room, and those were the only teeth that didn't have gold in them. Oh, that's so housekeeping, really like, sadder. left those... <laughs> Why is housekeeping taking <laughs> each tooth out to inspect it for the gold? Can't you see it? Well, yeah, and why is housekeeping a bit a bit player from Schindler's List in, in your brain? <laughs> well, they're dead. Let's get the gold out of their <laughs> <Right>. mouth. <laughs> Man, you should have done that to the toilet guy. Yeah, right. Start checking his mouth for, <laughs> for gold. Because if you're falling asleep on a toilet in a diner, you've got some expensive shit in your mouth. Maybe. Obviously. <laughs> that is the height of decadence. <laughs> falling asleep in a public restroom. Yeah. 
in a the only to- in the, the only toilet the available only toilet to a hive of drunks. Right. I guess that does. I'm gonna go again. to some. I'm gonna go to some <laughs> proletariat diner and clog up their bathroom by napping on their toilet. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. You listeners couldn't see it, but Dan did doff his top hat yes. while saying, that. <laughs> "Yes, because that dude wears a top hat." Yeah. He did. Yeah. I had to pick it up. Oh, good. After I, oh. after I shoved him up. Right. <laughs> You're gonna have to. He's going to have to get that thing cleaned and reblocked. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's been on diner toilet floor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I've never heard that phrase before, but it's diner very evocative. <laughs> it is. Diner toilet floor. That'd be a great name of a punk band. That's a Tom Waits song. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Definitely. Yeah, he topped you, Dan. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Sorry. He is an experienced comedic voice. This Is Is this know. a good segue? Yeah. Well, uh, I don't a, know to what, but because I'm not that experienced. But oh, oh, we're we talking about oh, you want to talk about Dan doing stand up? I, mean, I don't want to. But. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I will. Uh, 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 I love it when the guest shows up, sides with me, shits on Dan. <laughs> this is this show is aces. It's a treat. It's, it's like a finding treat. a gold tooth and a pile of teeth. Yeah. It's like, I dug 10, through the 000. pile of teeth, and I was afraid by the time I got to the bottom that there wasn't going to be anything good in there. It's like 10,000 spoons. What? what? All you need is a when you have a pile of teeth. When all you need, pile, all you need is a pile of teeth. Uh, well, well, Dan. Dan did stand-up comedy. Moving on. Yeah. But where did you do it at? And, of course, the Galactic yes. Pizza Comedy Open Mic, where everything happens. Yes. Every Thursday night at 10 o'clock. Sign up at I 9.30. I don't know that you can claim that anymore. I know that that's been, your, uh, that's, that's been the slogan that you've used for that show thousands of times before this one right now when you just made right. it up. Yeah. But I don't know that you can use it anymore now that we've, that we've been made aware that you could find a pile of teeth somewhere. <laughs> well, yeah. You could find a pile of teeth somewhere. Or, or you could definitely find a pile of local comedians at the Galactic oh, Pizza Company oh, Open Mic every Thursday night at 10 o'clock. Worst. Sign up at 9.30. You'll laugh your blast off. What? Worst. Uh, <laughs> You'll laugh till your teeth fall out. Worst type of local furniture outlet commercial coffee <laughs> right there. My name ain't Nathan, Arizona. Is <laughs> wow. uh, that, that all you have to pitch? Well, I guess uh, we can just do uh, other plugs. You know, you can always... Uh, no, generally, we do, like, the guest plugs first, but this was just such a natural... Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Let's, let him, let's let him go last when no one's listening. Because <laughs> if you made it to this yeah. point in the show, you're turning it off now. <laughs> well, if they're done talking about teeth, I'm out. <laughs> We're... We are not done talking about teeth. If they got no through, chance. If they got through the birds, yeah. <laughs> whatever that was. That's true. I'm almost certain that most of the next episode of this show is going to be about a pile of teeth. <laughs> How could it be bad, Cass? Could the show be bad, Yes! Cass? Yes! Continuing the long tradition of guests showing up and then saying the name of the show wrong. <laughs> In my defense, it's terrible. <laughs> that is a terrible title. You are not the I first tried to person. Google it. I tried to Google it multiple times, and I had to like keep because I tried to remember what it was. You are not the it's first like, person to bad use podcast? that. Use that as an excuse either. <laughs> is this show bad? You just googled. Is, <laughs> is this, this show, show bad? bad? <laughs> 
It, I'm surprised it didn't pop up with that Google search. <laughs> Number yeah, one. I own the URL yes.com, and it redirects. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so, there you go. Yep, he got it. <laughs> so you can... Uh, you can like us on Facebook Best at facebook.com slash howbadcast. Sure. Uh, you can follow Steve Montenegro on the twitter.com at howbadcast. How bad cast. You can follow Dan at Dan underscore Linden. Mm-hmm. And me at Mike S. Linden or Mike's Linden or Mike Slinden. Don't care how you break it up. <laughs> we. Oh, I see. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> he said that he has said that exact sentence I know. several times. I was trying to figure out the three. Forget it. I, got I like. It. I, got I like it. to associate it with like a phrase, so that people are like, "Oh yeah, I remember that stupid joke." <laughs> I know how to follow this guy on Twitter, right? And of course, I want to associate my Twitter account with stupid jokes. <laughs> Isn't that what Twitter's for? Yeah. Right. Um. You could be more prolific with the and stupid And, of course, jokes. if you have a longer message for us, yes. you could email us yes. somewhere. Howbadcast at gmail.com. Howbadcast at gmail.com. Do you guys get email? Uh, great question. Uh, Rarely. <laughs> I'll, I'll email that question in and please do. give you one to answer. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure we haven't even, I don't think we've checked that email in, in a while. while. That's um, fair. We should, we I'm should, glad you're still promoting it. We, uh, <laughs> we owe it to our listeners and devoted legions of fans. I keep tabs on it. To check the email a little more often. It's on my phone. Okay, jeez. Yeah, Robert, but you have an iPhone, so you can only check it every 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, Robert. 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 Robert, come in and plug your stuff. Um, you can follow me at Robert underscore phones, F-O-N-E-S, <laughs> F-O-N-E-S. Um, he even knows to spell out his weirdly spelled uh, Twitter handle. Best guest ever. Thanks, guys. Mostly because he sided with me. We know. <laughs> the bar is set so high. Yes. With those terms as the... Yeah, suck it, Phil Colas. <laughs> oh, poor Phil. <laughs> Don't oh. feel sorry for him. Yeah, now I'm turning on you. <laughs> Shit. You were the best guest ever until that. Oh. Now, best guest ever, uh, John Conroy. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm okay with that. I, I don't I don't expect to compete. <laughs> Um, he was on the show, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Twitter. Yeah. You have so Twitter. I have a Twitter. Um, there's a blog that I sporadically run called Existential Dread for Beginners. Tumblr.com, <laughs> which is a writing blog. Find a link somewhere. You don't want to have to type that. Right. <laughs> um, Just Google. Is this blog good? Is this blog good? <laughs> no. Uh, and can I plug a competing open mic? Is that yeah, <laughs> yeah? Plug anything you want to plug. That takes up time. It's not directly competing. I guess yeah, it's not, um, and it's nowhere near where you are. But uh, a friend of mine recently started an open mic in downtown St. Paul called the Hat Trick Lounge on Sunday nights. And um, is it at a place called the Hat Trick Lounge, it or is, is the a, open mic? It called is at a place called the Hat Trick Lounge in St. Paul. In St. Paul, and Sunday. it starts at uh, eight o'clock on Sundays. Sweet. And uh, we're hoping to get more people out there. So, if you enjoyed this comedy genius, mm-hmm. and how could they not? There was piles of teeth. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> it's the kind of bar where you might find a pile of teeth. I'm in. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a, a great time. plug. That's... Get in there. <laughs> yeah, that's 
Yeah, that's probably the the best thing that anybody could say about a bar. If you if you find the pile of teeth and it's on your chair, then you <laughs> drinks are free. Yeah, <laughs> you get five minutes. <laughs> I think that's a promise you could actually make. Yeah, I think you could probably stick to that. I gotta find teeth first. <laughs> Every tooth. No, is no, a no. That's, that's, if that's someone finds part. a pile of teeth, they get five minutes. Oh, just if it happens. Yeah. Okay. That's a promise you could. Yeah, probably you don't keep. have to guarantee and that the pile of teeth someone, every time. If someone shows up with their own pile of teeth. <laughs> Haven't they earned those two extra minutes? <laughs> That's true. I'm not going to deny them anything if they've shown up with teeth. <laughs> oh, man. If there's just a rash of, like, tooth, tooth burglary. <laughs> <laughs> just children waking up crying. The tooth fairy didn't. The tooth fairy came and he stiffed me. And took all of the other teeth <laughs> yeah. out of my mouth. <laughs> yes, uh, you know what? I'm going to go one step further. If you bring one tooth, sure. you can have all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go overboard. Don't steal a child's yeah, that's, teeth. Yeah, that's a solid public service that you're doing <laughs> yeah. there. If you come with one tooth, yeah, you're in. I have teeth you're, sitting you, around. <laughs> listeners, please don't bring them. Listeners, <laughs> you, have, you have just witnessed... The turning point in Robert Phone's <laughs> life when he becomes the man with the teeth with the tooth collection. People won't stop bringing me teeth. When, when, when you see when you oh, see God. Robert when you see Robert Phones hunched over, weighed down by a massive bag, he keeps hanging around his neck. Right. you know what's happened. Just hasn't slept. Now, <laughs> now do they? I don't think we clarified that they had to leave the teeth with you. <laughs> I, I assume that you can't just you can't show, just show me the, the tooth. tooth. No. Yeah, then want... they could then they could use the same tooth every week. Well, don't I, be a, don't I assume that he would recognize. Them. Or it could just be a shark tooth <laughs> on a string <laughs> attached to a string. Yeah. Oh yeah, we haven't clarified what type of. Tooth. I think oh. we said human teeth human, several human. times. Oh, okay. Come yeah. on. <laughs> I think we've said human teeth several times. It's well, Saint that's Paul. great. You're not just going to say teeth. <laughs> it's St. Paul. This is the NPR crowd. They're not going to bring non-human teeth. Yeah, exactly. But it's downtown St. Paul <laughs> at night on Sunday, so it's, you could find teeth in the gutter <laughs> and just bring those. Wow. See how easy it is? Check out the Hat Trick Lounge. <laughs> Oh, that's a good plug for that. Yeah. <laughs> Check out the Hat Trick Lounge. It's not you my room. You might find teeth. It's not my room. <laughs> yeah, whose room did we just shit on? Uh, ben Hoffman's. That wasn't oh, a shit yeah. on. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's no. anything. That's incentive. Like, there could be teeth. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> um, Daniel. Yes. Future shows. Yes. Do it. Oh, uh, Mount Rushmore. The improv troupe featuring the four greatest presidents. Two of which are friends of the show. Two of which are friends of the show. Well, is, does Dan count as friend of the show? How Who's dare you? What are you, you talking about? How dare you? Mm. I'm talking about Abraham Lincoln and, and George Washington, friends of the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to peel back the curtain there. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't either. Fair. Anyway, uh, they will be part of Huge Wednesdays uh, for March and April at Huge Theater on 31st and Lindale. It's $5, 8 o'clock, four at least groups. Hopefully five is kind of a slog. Uh, at least <laughs> four groups of improv, including Mount Rushmore, and it'll be super fun. Now, I know that the name is... Now, I know that the name is for marketing purposes, but how big are the Wednesdays, actually? Uh, well, when there's five groups, they are almost unbearably huge, <laughs> because then the show takes, like, an hour and a half. Yeah, no. Yes, and? Yeah. 
Did you stop yourself from saying 90 minutes because yes. you thought that would be too difficult for people to figure <laughs> yeah, out? I kind of did. Wow, you're yeah. a dick. Well, I'm, you know. Steve Montenegro. Shit on Dan quick. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck you, Dan. Oh. That's what I wanted to plug. Uh, All right. No, well, I got a show. No, ah, too late. You used up your plug. Uh, Fair enough. enough. Can I have his? <laughs> <laughs> I think the guest gets to plug whatever they want. Yeah. No, go ahead, though. Go ahead. I want you to... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I have a show starting again Sundays at the Bryant Lake Bowl, No Rest Sunday. It is a sketch show that we write starting at 10 a.m., rehearse starting at 2 p.m. and put on the stage at 7 p.m. Mm. Doors at 6. Brian Lake Bowl, March 10th, 17th, and 24th, and then probably dates after that. Mm. Yeah. Watch that madness. Yeah. Wow. That was strangely supportive. I'm trying to support. I don't know how comfortable I am. Support local comedy, you guys. Do it. Everybody give yourselves a round of applause (laughs) for even thinking about going to any of these shows. (laughs) Did you have something else? Uh, Yeah. My actually... On the heels of your Duluth show, my first out-of-town gig Ooh. is in April. I'm excited for that. I'm going to be at uh, St. Croix Falls at Joe Roberts. Yeah. Now, is With that... friend of the show, Lainey Leonard's. Hey. Yeah. Is, uh, is the Tooth Hotel on the way there? <laughs> I hope so. If not, we're making a detour. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, it was going to be a quick two-hour drive, but we had to drive five hours out of the way <laughs> to stay at a Tooth Hotel. <laughs> well, once Lainey hears about this Tooth Hotel, I mean, I'm sure she'll insist on these stuff. Obviously. Nothing but the best for that girl. <laughs> <laughs> so what's, uh, what's the dates on that? That's April 6th. 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 The 6th? It's a Saturday. The first Saturday of in April. April, I believe. Check. That show out, St. Yeah. Come on down to St. Croix Falls. <laughs> Where is St. Croix Falls? Wisconsin, yeah. and uh, there's one in Fargo coming up. I don't know when that date is. Okay, so <laughs> follow that Twitter. <laughs> follow Robert Phones on Twitter to get all of his upcoming dates. Yay! Uh, you know, stupid jokes. Yeah, Real, fucking stupid, stupid, just, stupid jokes. It's just going to be dumb. teeth jokes now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't see how it could be any other way. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you waited so long to start making uh, to start making your material all teeth all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did you not know that this was your bread and butter? Lesson learned, guys. I, yeah, yeah. You're new. You'll find your voice. Yeah, it's, Thanks, and it's about comedy. Gods. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were trying to get out of him. Every guest so far has called us comedy gods. Yes, yeah. unanimous. Yes. John Conroy was on here. <laughs> We'll claim he refers to his comedy guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm almost certain he's not listening. So. <laughs> uh. <laughs> comedy gods. Yep. Signing off. Yes. On how could the show be bad? Mount Podlimpus. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> If you're heading out and not coming back, then I'm coming to I've packed my sack. I'm getting blown, a little bit of fun now. Time to be moving along, time to be moving along. He's looking for a little more adventure, but he's heading for a little bit of trouble. He's heading for a little bit of danger, time to be turning around, time to be turning around.